Bible's my team sucks so much. He's small. He's no Todd Gurley. My 98 moves are paying off! Crosby. He's so soft and delicate, I want to touch him. <laughs> I don't know, like, he just goes like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One time in the shower? I guess it's hard to figure out exactly when to drop these moves. The I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast starts now. Hello, everyone. Week 7 is upon us. I'm your host, Alvaro Obregon, and joining me today are Ryan and Alex. Hey guys, how are you doing? Ready for your matchup? Yes, sir. Yes. Ready to whoop that ass. <laughs> all right, all right. You just... You, I'm, I'm going to leave it for the last segment. The, the, the crap yeah. talking will leave it for the last segment. That's a good plan. I like it. <laughs> well, I'll crap talk to you all segments, man. <laughs> then you have nothing to say at the end of the segment. Oh, whatever. I got enough. All right, I want to start off with a, a retitled segment. We're going to call this Two Things. And I want to know two things that stood out to you about week six. So we're going to start off with Alex. Alex, what two things stood out about week six to you? Well, a player that stood out to me was actually a player on Ryan's team, uh, Melvin Gordon. He had uh, 83 yards rushing and a touchdown, which is about average for him. But what surprised me was that he had 12 targets, and out of those 12, he caught nine for another 67 yards. So I, I always pictured him as the more of a runner, and I feel like you know now this season in particular, he's he's coming out and being more of a three-down back. PPR monster. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm noticing that. <laughs> and then uh, the second thing that stood out to me was. Uh, he doesn't get enough credit, so we need to we need to say this every once in a while. So another thing that stood out to me was Ramos' team this week. He had he had a solid performance from everybody, and he even beat Armando, who was a top three player in our league. So you know, shout out to him. All his wide receivers put up double digit numbers. Both his running backs put up double digit numbers, and even his defense put up twenty five points. So shout out to Ramos. That's something that else that stood out to me this week. Yeah. How On a side Ryan? note to that. The funny thing is, because uh, <laughs> the Miami people, we tend to meet up either at Dixie's house, Armando's house, and we went to Armando's house to watch the game. Hold on, hold on, and hold on. And the whole on. day. Hold on a second. So I think I need that. I think that needs some background info. So uh, the, what he's talking about is uh, our league, the way it's set up is I'm all the way in Oregon. We got two guys in Texas. We got two guys in New York. And the rest of the guys are in Florida, South Florida. You're fine. So, yeah. So... Us Miami guys, we, we go to Armando's house to watch the game. And as every little thing goes on, you just see Armando's die a little bit more inside. <laughs> and he just keeps complaining. Like, watch, watch Ramos, which at the time was in last place in our league, has the best week against me. And it happens to be against me. And then every highlight kept coming up was a Matthew Stafford pick. And I was like, and, and Armando has Matthew Stafford. He's like, Bro, just just kill me. I don't. I, I don't know why. Let's just turn this off. Let's go play video games or something. <laughs> so you should have saved that for a little later. We got something special for you guys coming up a little later. But <laughs> what were the things that stood out to you, Ryan? All right. So I don't want to say the Aaron Rodgers thing because everybody knows that's that's a big factor. But what I'm surprised about was the Adrian Peterson. Now I thought he was going to be eased in. I didn't really think he was going to get. The Emmy, the workload right off rip, you know, new system, new coaches and that. But I I think with uncertainty, this is a rejuvenated Adrian Peterson. Let me give you a quick stat. 
in his four games in New Orleans, he had a total of 81 rushing yards. 81 rushing yards. His first game with the Cardinals, he got 134 yards and two TDs. So I was like, yeah, it looked like the old Adrian Peterson, but I don't know. We're, we have to see what happens next week. We, yeah, he looked know. good, man. We'll see, we'll see, we'll, we at least know he still has it. We just got to see if now it's something that he does consistently. Yeah, you get me? It, it also helps the fact that that he has the healthy line again. You get me? He has all that setting up for him. But I think it was more like I have to have something to prove that I'm not washed up because that's what everybody was saying is, is Adrian Peterson washed up. New Orleans, they can't get him the ball. He's not doing what he has to do. He goes to a different team, a different system. He's like, hey, I still got this. And he ran. He ran all over the time with the Buccaneers. Is it, it? I think it's like a thing in Arizona. Like everybody that gets starts like <laughs> reaching the end of their career goes over there and does the well. Air in Arizona, bouncing the youth. Em, Emmett Smith did that. Emmett Smith when he left the Cowboys went to Arizona and kept doing well. So did the so did uh, Carson Palmer. Remember Carson Palmer? Oh, Car- we thought that he was done after um after Cincinnati, and he went to yeah look, Carson to the Palmer Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Larry. Right. And look, then the look at Larry. Larry's kept it up. Yeah, but Larry's never left, so that guy. No, knows. I know, but what I'm saying that there is a fountain of youth in Arizona. Yeah, and the second thing I would like to to highlight oh. for this week that surprised me completely: Orleans Dark Walk. Oh yeah, how does <laughs> how does this guy run crazy, crazy, crazy on the Denver Broncos? This guy, week one, 14 yards. Week two, 17 yards. Week three, 22. Week four, I think he was banged up. He didn't play. Week five, he got 69 yards. Week seven, he rushed for 117 yards. On the Denver Broncos, they're allowing only 70 yards per running back, which is crazy. <laughs> now, like I said, I'm not I'm not about to jump all in. I'm not going to go pull a Hansel or a Dix and waste all my fab on Orly's <laughs> Dark War. But it's something that we're, we're going to talk about later in the segment. You get me? Right. But it's just it, – it was blasphemy. It was blasphemy completely of what this guy could do in a system. And especially the Giants who haven't won and they pick up their win, their first win in Denver. I just thought that was crazy. The 30 the, – the best run defense in the league and you go and you top off 117 yards. This is the same defense who bottled up Melvin Gordon, Ezekiel Elliott. You get me? Crazy names like that. And Orleans Dark was the one that – basically burns them I, I just thought that was crazy maybe they just weren't expecting that and then the giants kept running on them and they were like well we thought they were gonna pass on but we always messed up you spend a whole week practicing trying to defend something and then they do something different true but, but it, it is it's I, I still agree with you though that is it, it was surprising and we weren't yeah, it wasn't you, something we were expecting who who do they have receiving right now like Name me two receivers on the on the Giants uh starting whatever on their their starting line right now for the <laughs> for the receiving card. I have nobody. Sterling Shepard's banged up. Maybe Evan Ingram, and that's Evan a tight Ingram. end. So you put nine guys. That in is the a box receiver. You kind of that receiver. It's true. It's crazy. You're right. No, it was very unexpected. They had they had Manning rolling out too. Like you never see Eli rolling out. They had him rolling out on a lot of plays. So he was getting like you know they were. They were doing what they could with what they had. So, yeah, those are good ones, man. I'm going to have to go. Yeah, actually, once you guys told me what you were going to say, <laughs> it was kind of hard for me to figure out what 
I was going to say. I, I mean, there wasn't anything that really stood out beyond the obvious. But I'm going to go with a couple of quarterbacks. Uh, first of all is Ryan Fitzpatrick. I was impressed with the way he played once, um, once Winston went down. I, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that uh, the team was just down at that moment. And they didn't have a choice but to just air it out. Which would explain why Fitzpatrick was able to, to, I mean, connect as much as he did. But but still, I don't understand how this guy sticks around. He's one of those guys where it's like, you look at someone like uh, Colin Kaepernick. It's like, how does he not land a job? But then Ryan, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of those guys that always is there on somebody's team as a backup. But yeah, He's smart, now, man. you know what I noticed? Up the you know what I noticed also. Ryan Fitzpatrick, no matter what scenario, always manages to start or to get playing time because his every season always gets her <laughs> Titans, the Jets. That's smart, man. Always, He's a lucky guy. If Ryan Fitzpatrick is on your team, <laughs> bro, your quarterback is going down. <laughs> <laughs> That's like <laughs> so. So why are they picking him up then? They should just get rid of him. No, because it's he's a, a, he's a, good, he's a viable backup. He's yeah, he's so comfortable. Like if, he, if, like if you if your if your guy goes down and you gotta put in, put in Fitzpatrick, you're 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 not that stressed out. You're like, all right, we can we can win this game. Like it's still a winnable game. But yeah, like, he's a he's an honest bet. You get me? He's he's good. But I'm just saying on a side note that that would scare me. If if right mm-hmm. now the Dolphins signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'll be like. So, you know, he's definitely, <laughs> you know, he's, he's obviously a smart guy. He's a capable guy. So, you know, he knows the, the playbook. He knows all the plays. I'm pretty sure that's why teams like him because they're confident that he'll be able to come in and, and be a good sub, you know, for the time being. I mean, 290 passing yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, but that's, I mean, that's minimal. Came back from a 31 down, 30, down 31 to uh, losing 38 31. That's pretty impressive. But that, uh, sorry, 38-33. That's, that's, that's a Fitzpatrick thing, though. Fitzpatrick's always going to throw a bunch of picks. So, like, you got to take the, the... And, I mean, two isn't that much. Touchdowns. Still scored three touchdowns. Yeah, he's a slinger. He's slanging it. And the my other guy... RFP. My and other he guy... he has a magnificent beard. <laughs> uh, my other guy I wanted to highlight is uh, Josh McCown. Uh, that's because... The Jets, I mean, who is on the Jets team? <laughs> Austin Safarian <laughs> Jenkins, baby. Um, I, I, <laughs> I mean, probably a lot of this has to do with the fact that they were play, uh, playing New England, who has terrible defense. Uh, he threw for 354 yards, two touchdowns, also two interceptions, but that's minimal. I mean, the fact that he blew the... I mean, it's Josh McCown. Josh McCown, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're going to expect interceptions. But the fact that he was able to land 354 passing yards, that's ridiculous. That that I will put Josh McCown and Ryan Fitzpatrick in the same tier. Hell yeah. Now, like I said, like you said, they're going to throw their picks. But you're going to assure they're going to get over 200 yards passing. And they're going to give you a floor of at least two touchdowns. And your starting quarterback's gonna get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. That's, Unless they are, the, the that's guaranteed to happen. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that leads us into the next segment of this show. 
a lot of people are still facing um, bye weeks. Bye weeks are still going strong. And another devastating thing happened to the league this past week. A lot of people lost a top, I don't know, they probably picked them round one or two or three. Aaron Rodgers. So let's talk about the waiver wire. Who are the type of guys we're going after this week, uh, especially for someone like Aaron Rodgers to fill a gap that's basically irreplaceable? Well, you could you could go and trade for a Derek Carr and give away half the team. <laughs> <laughs> that comes later. That comes later. Uh, honestly, you're, for you're a replacement a for <laughs> <laughs> honestly a replacement that I had and we spoke about him earlier, Carson Palmer. I wouldn't be if Carson Palmer is in your league, and I did some research in Yahoo leagues, he's available under seventy five percent, which research. is pretty high. But when you expect bye weeks, uh, injuries, you got me. Carson Palmer is going to be there, and ESPN leagues he's at fifty nine percent ownage, so he's probably out there. I would drop maybe a couple bucks on him. I'm like I said, I'm not going to throw big money on him because he's probably just going to be a bye week filler or an Aaron Rodgers. You get me? If it, if you really need it, go ahead and do it, but. Like I said, Carson Palmer has the new healthy O-line. You get me? He has his running game back. AJ Pearson looked like a possessed all man running out there. I don't know what happened. Now, we can all agree Larry Fitzgerald is a Hall of Famer. He has mm-hmm. the best hands in the league, and he's mm-hmm. always going to get you. When you need Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Fitzgerald is one of the most clutch players in the NFL. So that's another player that I'll be looking to. He's <laughs> yeah. not available in our league because I have him. I start him against Avro this week. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Um... I think that uh, at least for people that lost Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, you could find something decent on the waiver wire. I personally, I think that uh, Jared Goff is not a bad pickup, and mm-hmm. he's available in a lot of leagues. It's a good one. He has a he has a young core, people to throw to. You know, scores. He's, he's got eight touchdowns on the season. It's not that much, but I mean, at this point, you're you're just trying to scrap anything together. And he's not that bad. Uh, he doesn't throw too many picks. He takes care of the ball. Another one that I would suggest would be also somebody we were just talking about, Josh McCown. Josh McCown. Uh, like Ryan said, his floor is, is okay. You know, like if he's not a bad guy to plug in again as a last resort. Sure. But uh, yeah, he's another one to consider if you if you and he's available in most leagues as well, as I assumed he would be. So those are not those are two guys that I think you know, and uh. If you need a third one, I think uh, Brissett is starting to come into his own. And the only thing is, I don't know how long he's hmm. going to be a starter. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't like Brissett. I, I mean, he's he's I'll, definitely an option. I didn't like this last game of his on Monday last yesterday last night. He didn't. I, would, I thought he played well. Mm, he he he's going to get you. He's not he's not high touchdown volume he'll get you most of his points on the ground if it were me i would probably for like last resort another good solid option that we have available in our league and i'm pretty sure it's available in other league tyrell taylor he's gonna get you his points they have a solid running game what you look for in Mm -hmm. for a quarterback is a solid running game and you get me someone that you know that they could get you that that's gonna get you decent points in the air and that's what you need you get me because when defense is pon- uh, honing on just a quarterback, you're not going to do much. No, Tyra Taylor is so, When you have one. to balance that running game and the throwing, you're going you're gonna to do better. All right, so I'll name you a quarterback right now that has a solid running game, a great defense, and good receivers to throw to. And I'm going to ask you if you would if you would pick him up and start him. Blake Bortles. 
Blake Bortles, would I start? Uh, if I lost Aaron Rodgers and I had no other option and Blake Bortles my only option, I would probably forfeit my league. Because <laughs> I do not trust that man at all. <laughs> no, like Cancel no, characteristics. No, like, just... <laughs> like Cancel said no. about Matthew Stafford last week, is like, if you're starting Blake Bortles, what are you doing? Yeah, that's... The, the, the Hansel said it best. Hansel said it best. If you have Blake Bortles and you're starting to, now, a crazy statistic that I found: Blake Bortles, for some reason, manages thirty plus points in London. In London, he averages thirty points. I don't know. What they should is. move the, the Jaguars to London, man. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but they need to move Jacksonville to London, and that's gonna be a Super Bowl contender. I'm calling you right now. You're here first. <laughs> I hate football <laughs> podcasts. Blake Bortles in London, Super Bowl contenders. I mean, they should do it. They should just move the Jaguars to London. They play amazing there. And I think they think, and I mean, all the British people, they must think that the Jaguars are amazing because <laughs> they always win yeah, there. They, yeah. They're like, yo, these guys are really good. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. You have to say it in, in a British accent. Oh, God, it's so bad right I'm, now. They're yeah. really good. <laughs> Cro- no, I feel like I was gonna say like Australian crocky. Crocky. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna take a horrible turn. Oh man! All right, I'm gonna add one on top of you guys. I know this. This is probably gonna be a surprise. Probably no one wants to deal with this, but uh, I think you should go with Brett Hundley. Um, I know it's it's obviously Aaron Rodgers is irreplaceable, but uh, Green Bay is gonna find out that. It's lacking in a lot of places without Aaron Rodgers. Um, but one place where it's not lacking is with its wide receivers. There's still a lot of star power there. You got Jordy Nelson. You got Randall Cobb. You got Devontae Adams. You got guys that can catch the ball. And he's he's bound to get lucky at least a few times, you know. So um, as long as they're not – actually, Green Bay's defense kind of sucks. So they're probably going to find themselves in a position where they're playing from behind a lot. So they're going to have to air it out. And there's definitely guys there that can catch the ball. So you're bound to get lucky a few weeks. So I don't think taking a chance on Hundley is a, is a bad decision. And he's not going to cost you a lot. You know, not a lot, of, not a lot of people are going to trust Hundley. So you can probably get him for like what? Like uh, 5% of your fab, fob. <laughs> I never understood. Is it fab or fob? I think it's Fob because you know, like the car brand Saab, S A A B. Oh, I get you. I get. It, it makes sense. <laughs> so I, 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 I like I, saying Fab. Fab sounds funnier though. <laughs> <laughs> it does, yeah. But yeah, um, I think you well, should take a flyer on him. Now, other notables that I was looking at. Well, we got news today that they are. This brings me to my second guy. Um, Zeke suspension got basically postponed. And this is a seesaw event. Like, either suspend the dude or not. Like, it's it, like it's, it's already. This is gonna keep going on the entire the season, season, man. Figure it out. So I was gonna say Derek McFadden. Like I said, pending the Zeke suspension, he's available in both Yahoo and ESPN under fifty percent. So he's somebody out there that maybe you could hold on to, like a Hansel on our team, on our in our league, something like that. And you never know; he's gonna he'll work out because that offensive line is crazy. But you throw so much shade towards Hansel, dog. 
No, it's not shade. <laughs> we'll discuss that later. <laughs> Every chance right. you get to throw that nigga under the bus, you do. <laughs> no, I felt like that was more towards a Dixie situation because when I say seesaw, I want like a thousand pound suspension over a, 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 a like a like a uh what is it um thousand something light on the other side. <laughs> oh, well, I see what you're saying. So he sends them flying. Basically, like it's like for sure suspension. Like now they're giving us excuses. The guy's on vacation. Like, bro, like stop. S- just either suspend them or not. Hey man, people go on vacation around this time of year. <laughs> All right, guys, you got anyone else you want to throw in? Just uh, people think they should pick up on the waiver wires. Uh, a couple guys. Well, one guy that I in particular that has been surprising me this season, and I I don't I haven't picked him up because I haven't had the need at wide receiver, but. Um, somebody that that I I think is going to do well for the rest of the season is uh Ted Ginn Jr. Mm. He's 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 basically Drew Brees' number one deep threat. He's he plays that that role that Cooks played before. Can he still be played before him? You know, it's just we're gonna send you on a go basically every every game, but we're gonna connect on two or three of these a game. Like we're we're gonna hit you, and then one of those got to go for a touchdown. So he's not gonna get you crazy reception numbers but the yards are going to be there and and depending on the week he might get a, a bomb for a touchdown or, or or multiple so that's somebody to look for if you if you have that need of wide receiver and then for people looking up defenses or people that stream defenses i i think that uh staying in new orleans i think their defense is some something uh somebody to look at because last for for last except I think for the first week of the season, the every other week of the season they've been putting up double digit points. So mm-hmm. if you're in need of a defense, that's one to you know either plug and play or stash away for when you do need one. If you have already a good defense, um, I got one more, and I would say a solid pickup for this week. Like I said, we have a lot of teams going on by. We got um, injuries. A solid pickup will be Marvin Jones. You get me? You got Tate expected to miss quite a few. He's he's gonna miss time with that injury, and he's available in fifty five percent Yahoo and sixty percent ESPN. You get me? So that's somebody. Remember, Marvin Jones was signed to be the number one sure. last year, and he at one point was. He was a, a WR one. He was dropping fifteen points. He's gonna score. You get me? He is a big target for in Matthew Stafford. So not having Golden Tate there now, they're gonna have to lean more on uh, a Marvin Jones. You get me? So that will be, I think, a solid pickup to pick up this week as well. All right, and I got one guy to suggest. <clears throat> if anyone has space on their bench, I mean, this is a, a speculative ad. This is someone to stash away for later in the season. Mike Williams with the Chargers. This guy just started. The just, rookie. Yeah, just played that one game. Uh, it's too early, but it, if you need a home run, if you need someone to just stash away and hold on to and hope that he'll turn into something, this is your chance. Uh, this guy was um, drafted really highly, so you know they're going to use him. I think the plan is to use him opposite of uh, Allen, Keenan Allen. That's going to open up a lot of possibilities for both guys. Uh, I know eventually he's he'll take away touches from or uh, catches from 
the other guys on the team, I forget their names right now. Tyrell, Tyrell. Travis Benjamin. Yeah, exactly. So uh, if you have space on your bench, that's a name you should consider. And you could probably take him away for nothing, basically, right now. Get him for free and just keep him there. If you have the space, you might as well. All right, guys. Now I want to go into something new this week. So Pablo, uh, amongst us, is known for um, for complaining, <laughs> um, but we like to hear him complain. Right now, he just got off uh, a bad loss, and let's see what he has to say about it in this new segment we call Pablo's Problems. This week, I'll complain about my own fantasy team. Probably odds are it'll probably be my team every week. So without further ado, I would like to speak to my entire fantasy team directly right now. You guys are professional fucking athletes. Like, get it together, man. Alex Smith, throw the ball away or throw the ball. Hit a receiver, man. Hit an open man. 17 points out of a projected 20 points. Fuck. Throw it to Tyreek Hill. Also, I mean, he's fucking fast as shit. Get him downfield and throw it to him. Tom Brady, hit Chris Hogan in the hands, please. This guy is a touchdown machine this year, and you couldn't find him once this week. Not once could he come down with it because you were throwing like shit. I already hate you as it is. I'm a Dolphins fan, so I hate you. Jordan Howard, you're cool. Jared McKinney, you're cool. Terrell Pryor, I don't know why the fuck I traded to have you on my team. (laughs) The Lady Walker, you got what? Like eight targets yesterday, man? Come on, dude. I needed this win. I'm fucking two and four. It's not looking good for me this year. You got eight targets. You rushed once for negative three yards. Tyrell Williams, I hate you. Like, I don't want you on my team, but I needed you this week because I did a bad trade for fucking Bilal Powell and Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin and Bilal Powell out. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully you'll join me next week for when I complain about my loss next week because my team fucking blows. <laughs> That's a lot of bleeping out. That was beautiful. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so we all feel that pain. We've all been there before. We know that agony. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> oh, and God. there's no one to to verbalize that pain better than you know Pablo. What's funny is that last last week it was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. Trade me whoever you want, this and that. And now this week it's like, I don't know why I do the things I do. It's <laughs> going through stages. Half the half the time he's he's right half that rank he's saying oh throw chris hogan the ball but yet when chris hogan was on your team he was on the bench and we used to tell him yo play chris hogan <laughs> it's it's a good play no i don't trust him i don't like tom brady <laughs> it's hard man <laughs> oh man all right so <laughs> i wanted to try something else so a new segment as well uh you guys have gotten a reputation of being um uh, trade violators <laughs> you've gotten away with True. some some uh, some pretty one-sided trades um, so I wanted to get your opinion on some trades that I pull off of Twitter um, 
in this new segment called Love or Lawsuit. So basically, you got to tell me if you think it's a good trade, you love it, or if you think someone got uh, basically violated, violated. <laughs> therefore, they should file a lawsuit on this other person. Go Zeek on them? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. So this first guy, he says, um, should I trade Hyde or Martin for Dak in a standard 12 team? Also have Freeman, McKinnon, and Mixon. You want to take this one, Alex? Hyde and who else? <laughs> He wants to trade Hyde or Martin, Doug Martin, for Dak Prescott. I wish I knew his, his current quarterback was that he wanted to trade for Dak, Dak Prescott. But, uh, but see, this goes, this, whole, this goes to that whole uh, you're trading one of your skill players for, your, for a quarterback. And uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but like, I, feel like, I feel like if you have a need for quarterback and like he, he, from what he named there, he has like pretty decent running backs. So he, he can give away or, or make a trade like that. Um, I just like I said, I would love to know what he has at quarterback right now that he's going after Dak. Um, I think if he's able to do a hide for Dak deal, it's a it's a fair trade. Anything mm-hmm. if he's giving up more than that, I think it's he's he's getting violated. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I would have to agree. Um, a hide. Um, not knowing the situation with the backup running back. We've already seen that Kyle Shanahan likes having two running backs in the backfield. So if you if you could swap a Hyde, especially off this week that he did blow up for a Dak Prescott, if you're in dire need of a quarterback, I'll do it. Check and see what else you can get. I mean, if you can get another option for quarterback, if you get something higher, go ahead. I mean, it's, don't sell yourself short. If you could get more, do it. But I would say hide for Dak is 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 a pretty even trade, and I'll pull the trigger on that so one. You love it? Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> All right. Then we have this guy pulled off Deshaun Watson and Peterson for Todd Gurley. <sighs> Damn, I would, I would have to say I love it. It's fair. Yeah, fair I love trade. that trade. I I would say the same. Love it now. The only question mark I have, you know, you know what what Deshaun Watson brings to the table. You know he's gonna give you, uh, three touchdowns, three hundred yards, maybe get some yards on the ground running. Um, but the AP one, you get me you took a flyer on him, whatever trade him. I feel like yeah, he's still a question mark. So he yeah, just came he, off that yeah, big week. He's still hot. Which is, it's prime time time to trade exactly. when you know. That someone is is getting nervous, especially a Todd Gurley. Uh, uh, what did Todd Gurley get this week, Alex? What did he get you? Like twelve points. He, he, you get me? So, so that guy's yeah. panicking right now. So you're like, oh, and he, he had, had, a, bad, a, and he had a bad game. Yeah, well, so you, not not a bad game, but it was just yards. Yeah, I mean that's that's when you pull the trigger, right? And the guy, I honestly think the one who got the the Deshaun Watson, uh, Agent Peterson, won that one. I would have to say because you know Deshaun Watson is going to give you good points as a quarterback, and Adrian Peterson, we we see that he 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 has the volume and he still has it. Now it's just a question of what is Andre Ellington's role or when is yeah, is yeah. David Johnson coming back? You get right, me? Yeah, That's one of the it's, question marks. It's but I, I like the trade. It's hard to go off one week 
Uh, I mean, Adrian Peterson looked amazing, but yeah, I guess you still have to worry about Andrew, Andre Ellington, and it might have just been that he was boosted this week. He wanted yeah. to, to show out, uh, but I mean, age might still win there, so we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. How about this one? Uh, Michael Thomas and Mike Gillisley for Doug Martin and Willie Sneed. Mm. This is basically a Michael Thomas for Doug Martin trade, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty so much. What, what are the two? Willie Sneed and Mike Gillisley. And Mike Gillisley. Uh, I, would I have think to the say, guy in... Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. I would probably say the the one who got the Michael Thomas, Mike Gillisley. I would say that that's probably the one who won. Doug Martin... You get me? He's he's doing good. Willis lead. We saw his first game back. Didn't really do much. I think he had like 1.9 points in our league. He didn't really stand out. Michael Thomas is obviously the number one in in New Orleans. So you know he's going to do good. And Mike Gillisley is the LeGarrette Blunt. You get me? He he got benched because he, he fumbled the ball, of course. You get me? But they ended up putting him back in. So I would take the the the... I would take the Gillis Lee uh, Michael Thomas one over that. I think I think it's it's a pretty fair trade, but I would I would have to disagree with you, Ryan. I think the guy getting um, Doug Martin and Willie Sneed is gonna win that out only because he's getting a, a running back that's gonna get way more touches. Yeah, you have Mike Gillis Lee and 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 maybe game to game he might be better than 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 Martin but i think as a uh, season overall i think Martin's going to be a better better running back at the end of the season and as far as uh Michael Thomas and Willie Sneed go we we haven't seen what Willie Sneed's going to do this year and and the way players are dropping nowadays you know you never know Willie Sneed might just be a gem come playoff time so i i'm going to give it to him all right, let's do a couple more. Uh, this one seems interesting. So this guy traded Deshaun Watson for for Jordy, and he says he has Brady as a starter. That guy's an idiot. Why would you? <laughs> Which why one's would the you, idiot? Why would you trade a a WR one? <laughs> so the guy who gave up Jordy, the guy gave up Jordy for a bench player at this point because. You have Tom Brady, so you're going to live with the, oh, should I play Deshaun Watson? Should I play Tom Brady? And you don't bench Tom Brady. Now, I'm not telling you if you are Deshaun Watson or you bench Deshaun Watson, but you're not benching a GOAT in Tom Brady. <laughs> so why would you put yourself in that situation? That guy, I'm saying you need to call 911. That guy got raped. <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe we're saying that that's a rape Rape right isn't now, funny, guys. But, but I would... Or a violation right now. <laughs> Sorry about that but, violation. <laughs> but uh, but uh, let's face it. Well, who's Jordy Nelson without Aaron Rodgers? You know what I mean? Like he probably said, "Hey, this guy is not a, our our wide receiver one anymore." Um, I'm gonna just you know get rid of him and see what I could do and get get a bye week nine. You know, week nine quarterback when I have Tom Brady on bye. And instead of having a plug and play, you know, whatever's on the waiver wire, he's got himself with Deshaun Watson. So it, it depends. We got to see what the teams look like too, because we're also like just blindly saying who's who's winning and and, and who's losing. That's the point, though. So, it's like to have no insight and just say you lost <laughs> yeah, or you won. That's the point of now, this segment. 
No, I'm six. also thinking too. I'm also thinking too. Like maybe the guy has a squad like Ryan's, where you have like five or you know wide receiver ones. So you're yeah, like, but you're trading for getting. Deshaun Watson having Tom Brady. You don't do that. Like, but that's what I'm saying. He probably was was all right. My team's already good without this guy. He already lost, and I lost. He, I lost Aaron Rodgers. Why not make a play for um, what I need a buy? You know, a quarterback for my bye week. I, 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 I see what you're saying. Like, you don't know the guy's situation. It's like maybe it was a yeah. desperate play for like, crap. I need a star QB, so I'm gonna give up Jordy for uh, for Deshaun Watson. I don't know. Maybe it's like yeah. a five person league, <laughs> so they're all stacked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but or, I, I, oh, I agree no. with you. I agree with Ryan though. Like, like that's a sorry trade. I, why would you give up a wide receiver for a backup quarterback? That's dumb. But again, the, the no. only way that's a logical trade if it's a two quarterback league, then yeah. it's a logical trade. Or that, that's yeah, true. that's, that's probably a scenario. They, if he didn't write that, we wouldn't know. That's true. If it's two quarterback league, then okay, I see, I understand. Yeah. But besides then, that, bro, then, then he's winning the trade. Yeah, then, <laughs> yeah, you're winning that trade. Now. I looked into it because I was trying to see if we make moves. Um, the Jordy Nelson with Aaron Rodgers averages 18.8, I believe it was, uh, fantasy points per week without Aaron Rodgers when he broke his same collarbone in 2013 against the Bears. I know because I had him and I cried that night. He averaged the season 15.4 fantasy points Per week, so it's a bit of a drop off, but Jordy's still gonna be Jordy at the end of the day. You get me? Okay. And, and by the way, he didn't break the same collarbone. He broke the throwing one this time. Last time he all broke know, the, the other side. I don't know. All I know is that it sucks to lose a Aaron Rodgers. Oh man, that, that's tough for the entire league. <laughs> no, that, as as a football fan in general, it's tough to lose an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. All right, How guys. many highlight plays are we not going to get this year? Yeah, there's no more Hail Marys. <laughs> All right, guys. Those Hail Marys. Last one. Derek Carr and LeGarrette <laughs> Blunt for Lamar Miller. Piece of shit. <laughs> and Jarvis Landry. I think that's a fair trade. <laughs> no, you forgot the trash. <laughs> Of the blunt in there as well. I said blunt. I said Derek Carr, <laughs> LeGarrette Blunt for Jarvis Landry and Lamar Miller. Now, mind you, you don't, you don't, Albert, you live up in Oregon. And like you said, ha- some of us live in Miami. The ones who live in Miami do not hear the end of it. Yo, bro, LeGarrette Blunt, solid, solid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a trade, bro. LeGarrette Blunt, solid. And then you got Armando. No, man, let me, let me trade you in the small one. Like, yo, small one's injured, dude. What are you trying to trade me, small one? Like, and the only one that that bit on it was was Hansel, and he's the one that pulled the trigger. Now, we spoke a little earlier. There's options on the waiver wire. You don't have to go and trade your team right. to get a Derek Carr because what did Derek Carr get? First game back, you don't know how he is. He's still probably lingering back issues and he didn't really do that good coming back. So why are you willing to trade pieces for your team for a quarterback who's uncertain? Exactly, you get me? Yeah. So yeah, and I, I believe with that. Alex, you violated Hanson. See, yeah, I think just looking at that trade without any context... I think Alex won that trade just because I don't like 
training skill players, especially these two players that are giving you flex-like numbers uh, in Lamar Miller and Jarvis Landry. They're not giving you bad numbers. Uh, to trade for someone like Derek Carr, who had a couple of good games and then just a massive drop-off after that, he hasn't been healthy. And so to trust that for the entire se- for the rest of the season is is a is not a in my opinion not a good play. There's good options on the waiver wire right now on our waiver wire. We have Davis Jameis Winston, who if you're gonna take a a, a chance on an injured player, might as well go with him. You know, Just, but, yeah. Uh, but, his, yeah, but his issue was he needed a player for now, not a player for later. I'm sure, and there's uh, and there, but there's still QBs out there. Yeah, you can go no with. and. And a, another thing is, and I don't mean to cut you off, Alvaro, Derek Carr's playing Kansas City this week. So why would you take a runner on a quarterback playing Kansas City? Because like, it's going to be a shootout, dog. And, and let's go back to that uh, that earlier trade we had looked at where it was Jordy for Deshaun Watson, where we were assuming that uh, – I. I the guy who had the well, the guy who had the Sean Watson was coming from a position of power. He has Brady already. He has the Sean Watson just sitting on his bench. He's like, hey, let me get myself a wide receiver one. If Hansel was coming from a position of power like that, where he just had a like a stacked bench with where Jarvis Landry and Lamar Miller are just rotting away on his bench, and he can pull off Derek Carr and I don't know maybe replace uh, Lamar Miller with Legarrette Blunt, then. Uh, Fine, you know. You know what I think it went through. Uh, this is when I sent that trade out. I was sending, I was sending Alvaro before the show. When I sent that trade to him, within minutes he got back to me that he accepted the trade, and I think part of the 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 reason he accepted it was this this pure timeliness because you guys were all in his head. Hey, I want Mar- uh, Mark Ingram. Hey, I want Antonio Brown. You guys were trying to take his number one guys. And I came under the radar like, bro, I'll give you what you need for your number two guys. And he was like, this is, you know, at least he's not taking away my, my number one guys. So I think that's what made him like pull the trigger and accept. My, <laughs> so, my, oh, you continue. And I, and, and I also think, and, and on top of that, I think that each individual player has their own, you know, opinion of, of these fantasy players. So like, you know, maybe where you guys say, Hey, Derek Carr is not anything out of this world. Maybe in his mind, he says, Hey, you know what? I think this guy's going to blow up. Sure. Yeah. It's all the perspective, right? So, yeah. So, and then same thing with Legarrette. He might figure, Hey, Lamar's giving me flex numbers. And I think Legarrette's going to start putting up RB2, RB1 numbers on the Eagles. So, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe it's just, he, he did his research and he said, Hey, I like, I like what I'm getting. and, And he pulled the trigger on it. There, there's no way he did research when you said within seconds he accepted your trade. <laughs> minutes, minutes. I said within minutes. He bro. took advantage of a bad Whatever. situation. Props All to Alex. When, when, when my major ideal when it comes to making trade is I'm not willing to make one part of my team stronger and weaken another. Right now, he's yes. You may think you got an upgrade. Well, you got an upgrade because Aaron Rodgers is out. You got a quarterback, but now. He's gonna struggle looking for a wide receiver, because you like I said it's 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 gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to find a replacement for a Jarvis Landry on the waiver wire. You could stream quarterbacks, because quarterbacks at the end of the day, they're gonna get you fifteen, That's a sixteen, really seventeen point, actually, points. Yeah. Wide receivers, and we all know it, could easily give you a goose egg. Could give you one point, two points. So, it's something that like I I that's what caught me off guard. Like. I wouldn't do a quarterback 
and and he lost a starting running back and a starting wide receiver for one starting quarterback. Yeah, yeah. basically, their... Legarrette Blunt was on your bench. Now you had solid running backs, but you were never intending on playing Legarrette Blunt. Well, let's be honest. On, on my team, on my team, Legarrette Blunt was running. But for another another player in our league, you know that's that's leading running backs. You know they could start him. He's a he's a solid flex play for them, so it's not an issue. So again, I think that it it goes back to your perspective and your take on your situation and like, you know how how well you think players are gonna turn out. Yeah, that's uh, what it boils definitely. down to. Yeah, it comes down to your valuation, your how much you value a and, certain player, and then what you need. You know, yeah, he's in, he's a he, he needed it was a position he was in a position where he needed a quarterback. That too, I think it was a little bit of uh, maybe he should have given it a little more, given it a little more thought. Because uh, I also agree with her, with what Ryan said, which is basically the waiver wire right now is kind of weak with wide receivers. Like, uh, the, I mean, the pickings there are kind of slim. Uh, there's not much more you can go, not really much you can go for. Uh, so it's kind of hard to replace someone of uh, Jarvis Landry value, you know, if someone were to go down on your team. Um, now, the the Lamar Miller part doesn't really, I, I feel like you, it was a decent push there. Because, like, Gary Blunt is going to give you Lamar Miller numbers, you get me? Yeah. You're going to get solid. They're going to give you. Nine points, ten points, eleven points. You get me? They're gonna give you that. Now the Jarvis Landry one's the one that I'm like a little bit like, come on. Sure. Like, you see, he gets the volume, he gets the targets. So, can in spite you have, of Jake Cutler, maybe negotiated something differently. Hey, look, I'm high on Jarvis Landry. Maybe I could get something more than a Derek Carr for our Jarvis Landry. You get me? You could go somewhere else, not just pull the trigger on the first option because that's 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 that you're just shooting yourself in the foot there. Now. Congrats to you because you got your deal, the one you wanted. You got it done, and you're going to screw me this week because you get Jarvis last week. <laughs> but, but I just think that Hansel just made a desperate room. Now, this is all speculation at the end of the day. Right. Derek Carr could blow up, and we could all be talking out of our butts at the end of, of the day. Course, of but course. as where we stand right now, it's a loss for Hansel, and it's a win for Alex. All right, guys. And on that note, we end that, and we transition into everyone's favorite segment, <laughs> the Smack Talk Face-Off. I hope you guys brought some ammunition because it's about to go down. I, I, I pulled the tech, I pulled the tech and, I wrote, and I wrote down all my... <laughs> all right, guys, who wants to go first this week? I'll let Alex go first because he's so oh, knowledgeable. All right. All right <laughs> Do you Alex, want me to go first, Ryan? We got you off first. Let me cue you up. Remember, we're family, motherfuckers. Are you ready? Yeah, I've been ready. All right, let's do it. Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. You're ranking me or you're giving me a, a love poem? I, I'm, 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 I'm playing it off, man. Just let me do my thing. So, Ryan, let me start off by saying something. Maybe... Maybe you, you know, you, I know fantasy football is a week-to-week thing, so I'm sure, you know, you, you basically all you use right now is your short-term memory, but I just, I want you to, I want to point out the fact that the only reason you play fantasy football is because of me. <laughs> and because of fantasy football, you've been able to make friends, very close friends. So in a way, you could say the only reason you have friends is Damn, because of me. This is going deep. And then, uh... Yeah. You know, like, 
I looked at your team, bro. And don't get me wrong, it's 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 challenging. It's it's gonna be a good matchup this week. I was, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But um, after this week, you know, whenever you whenever you sit down to take a shit, <laughs> that ass is gonna hurt because I'm gonna beat the shit out of your ass this week. Bro. So Darn, it's turned really gay. <laughs> this really no. is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass is getting beaten. <laughs> I'm whooping that ass. You're not helping yourself. <laughs> You're gonna call you beat me daddy to my ass? after this week. <laughs> no, I'm beating your ass. <laughs> anyway, I just I'm, I'm gonna finish off with saying, you know, at the end of this week, you're gonna remember why, why you play fantasy football, and it's because you had me as your role model. And as your role model, I'm teaching you a lesson. Okay. By beating that ass. All right. So all I can top of that is that that your only accomplishment is that I have friends, and you did that for me, and that you beat to my ass while I take a shit. While you take a shit. <laughs> you, you, you misinterpreted that completely. No, no, it's recorded. It's on this podcast, and thousands of people are gonna listen to it. That yes. You like to? I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat that ass. ass. Why are you yes. taking shit? Why, Why are you taking shit? shit? <laughs> no, you're gonna take a shit because of the ass beating that I'm giving you. Whoa. So, okay. I, I don't I, like, I like the vis- the like the visuals guy, here. This guy, this guy is just really like scaring me now. <laughs> There's some weird stuff going on here. All right, right. Are you ready? To right, answer I'm, I'm back to that, to, to that beating right. your ass is gonna take. <laughs> okay, you ready? Right. So I looked over your team, and you are number one. You did drop two hundred in our league, so I give you that. You get me? Your RBs get, are stacked at Le'Veon and Todd Gurley. You have Tom Brady as a quarterback. Good job. And you really don't know what to expect from Austin Sparrow and Jenkins. So. That's also a question mark. But when it comes to your wide receiving core, you're soft. You're softer than a limp dick looking at an old man <laughs> while you beat my ass while I take a shit. Oh my God. Right? You have Garcon, who has a rookie throwing to him. So you're scraping. You're scraping for pennies. All right? You're so scared about your receiving core that you went and had a rape. Cancel on a trade to oh, get no. Jarvis Landry Violated. because you got scared because Sanders is not going to play and who knows what Stephon Diggs does. All right. You say that you're the one that found that that gave me friends. But yet when I go watch fantasy football with our so-called friends, where are you? Where are you? You're at home beating your meat to me taking a shit. All right. <laughs> and I'm just going to end it on this last note. Look at your record, Bobble. You're five and one. Right? And who's your one loss to? The guy we gave a segment called Pablo's Problems. Your team is slowly but surely deteriorating. And it's going to fucking die after this week. Pablo's Problems. A a broken clock is right twice a day, dog. (laughs) All right? You, you, you lost to a guy who likes to pour bleach in his eyes. <laughs> that has no context here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
That's an inside joke. People aren't gonna understand it. They're gonna right. think that. Pablo but did it actually happen? <laughs> Pablo is that depressed and pouring <laughs> bleach on his eyes. It was a gif. He doesn't have to watch fantasy. <laughs> it was a gif of Homer doing this it's from a clip from The Simpsons. <laughs> he didn't actually do this. All right, guys. Well, All that we know of. Well, I mean, I think he'd be blind. <laughs> Pretty bad. Hey, Ryan. What? What's Cam Newton's number? Uh... Um, damn, what is it? 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 I'm not gonna say it, bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you know what me and Cam Newton have in common. You like black guys. <laughs> what does Cam Newton like black guys? I don't know. He was a romper. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's like fancy with the fashion. What like, have you ever seen Cam Newton with a girl? Ooh, he has babies. He has kids. He does. He has kids. Yeah, mm. I think so. All right, I guys. Don't know his kids. I don't like I've this reckless. Kids. <laughs> yeah, this rumor starting to get us in trouble. We're gonna lose some viewers. Starting <laughs> Cam Newton's gay now. <laughs> if we haven't lost them yet, right? <laughs> All right, guys. On that note, I wish you guys luck, uh, Ryan. I wish your ass luck. <laughs> I'm gonna beat that shit, baby. <laughs> Stop! You're just digging yourself a hole. <laughs> and everyone out there listening to us, good luck to you as well. Uh, if you're listening to this. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um, if you're not, then damn it. Where's Bye. um um we have the link for the because we're this podcast goes on iTunes and all that, but we also have a Twitter account and a a website, right? So yeah, we do. There's people could contact us through Twitter, well, like trade the Facebook and stuff like that, and if they want to maybe get on the show, they could do it through Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at IHFF Podcast. Uh, you can email us, I hate uh, fantasy football 2 too at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Also, I hate fantasy football. Uh, you could stream us. I mean, you could follow us on iTunes. You can follow us on Stitcher. You can follow us on TuneIn. You can follow us on Podbean. We're basically on all the most popular platforms. So if you're not listening to the show yet, please do. We'd love to have more people on the show talk about talk about their experiences with fantasy and how much they hate it, but <laughs> secretly love it. No one hates it as much as Pablo, right? <laughs> no one hates it as much as Pablo. <laughs> all right, guys. And on that note, I say farewell. Good luck to you all. And everyone listening, thank you so much. Good luck to you. Until next week. Like, likewise, brother. All right, man. Peace. You've just listened to the I Hate Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us next week for more nonsense. Goodbye. If you're eating a, a Chips Ahoy cookie. I can't hear you, Ryan. Yeah. That's about the same diameter as Pablo's asshole. <laughs> what the fuck? How do you know that? Oh, I just got that on tape.